Previously on Wayne's Eye Maiden podcast. So the last time we met was the Christmas special. Well, to you it was. But the last time I met you was in the future. Uh, the Deja Vu episode. Oh. Now it's time for Dave Morey Fact of the Week. As I said, Dave Morey wrote this song. And it was a joke in the 1980s. They only wrote a song every three years. And this would be true because the next song he would write was in 1986. He wrote the song Deja Vu. He chose his title deliberately because he realised that there had been no songs with the letter J in up to this point. He was very annoyed by this. But he used up all the other letters in other songs except J. So even though he was a bit annoyed, as I've said, he still smiled about it. It's that sense of having experienced something before but not quite being able to put your finger on it when you experience it again. Hello, I'm Wayne. And this is my Iron Maiden podcast. On these shows, I look at the songs of Iron Maiden and how they influenced me growing up in 1980s Birmingham. I do episodes on all of the songs and how they affected me as a boy and how they affect me now. This week, I'm looking at the song Deja Vu, which is track 7 on the Somewhere in Time album. Last week, I looked at Stranger in a Strange Land and here are some comments I've had this week. I've had a message from Ian Chesterton and he says... He really enjoyed the Alexander the Great episode. I think you've tried this joke before, Ian. Um, He's tried to get this time travel joke going. Just repeating himself now. A bit like Hawklord. I've had a few people saying they enjoy the recap at the start of the show that I've been doing on this series. But equally, I've had a few people saying they miss Invaders and how that used to start the show. So, uh, yeah, mixed opinions there. What do you think? Maybe let me know what you want to happen on the next series which is the seventh son of a seventh son album. Anyway, this week I'm looking at Deja Vu and uh, I didn't know this word when I was a boy. I saw it written down on the track list and I thought, what's that? I didn't even know how to say it until I heard Bruce singing it. That was quite lucky. I meant I could pronounce it correctly. It's actually a French term and uh, I didn't know any French until I went to big boy school. There I had a French dictionary and I saw that the words literally meant already seen. It's a phrase we use in English as well. It's also in the English dictionary, so this is confusing. We use several other words or phrases that originated from French. Words like cliché or cul-de-sac and bon appétit. I don't need to define the term déjà vu because the lyrics of the song do this for us. It's that sense of having experienced something before but not quite being able to put your finger on it when you experience it again. In this episode, I thought I might chop up the audio from previous episodes to sort of copy and paste some sort of coherent show together. Yeah, this would have been quite funner, and it would have meant that all the words you're hearing have been used before on old shows. I thought this would be a clever idea, but later on I need to say pre-arranged, which I've never said on a podcast before. Deja Vu was partly written by Dave Murray, and you might remember that he was keen to have a song with a title with the letter J in it. This is a nice gesture and typifies the man and shows his commitment to equality. The song opens with a nice guitar that goes up and down and then they bring in that sun-kissed sound again. Quite nice, slow and romantic. There's minimal percussion in it, just this rattle of a cymbal. It feels a bit like Still Life, which was the last song that had a Dave Murray songwriting credit.
and all of a sudden, after this nice intro, it speeds into line. It's got this nice rhythm, but not a gallop. The song itself is probably seen as a bit of a lesser song on the album. This is mainly because it's short, and maybe the lyrics aren't that good. I think it's the only song in music history with the word prearranged in a lyric. The words just give examples of what deja vu is, and there's Bruce trying to empathise with us because he's also had these strange feelings of seeing or hearing things before. I think it's a bit harsh that people see this as a weak point on the album, I and mean, it's probably on a par with Sun and Steel. It's a bit short and cheeky, but it's not that bad. You might remember that Paul Diano said that he'd visited me in the Deja Vu episode. This was in his past, when he told me during the Wasted Years episode. But of course, it was in my future. As a result, I was awaiting his visit, often looking out of my window, waiting to see his cheeky grin, and hoping he'd be wearing long trousers this time. Eventually, one morning, there he was. Once again, he was carrying a picnic hamper, and wearing the leather jacket with 1980s shorts. Here's some of the chat we had. I'm going to have a picnic with you. We can do it in that park, can't we? Yeah, okay, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's sit here. You hungry? Yeah, want some of this? Yeah. Do you like my blanket? It's a nice bit of gingham, that. Yeah, yeah, gingham, yeah. Here you go, a can of Coke. Yeah, I've seen seen it before. I've got some marmalade sandwiches here, like Paddington Bear. Okay. It's a Mars bar each as well. I found them lying around. You got them from Lincoln, didn't you? Oh, you're good, Wayne. You know your stuff. This'll be a treat. They changed the recipe in the late 80s, so you won't be used to these. Yeah, I I think you've told me this before. No, I'm all right, thanks. I don't fancy them. Fine. Well, just live for another day then. Anyway, I've come to talk about deja vu. It's quite a complex subject, that. You think you've seen things before. But then, for me, I have seen them, even though I may not have really seen them yet, because it's in the future. So when I go back to 1981 and the band carries on after me, I already know that the number of the beast gets to number one in the chart. So it isn't a surprise when it does happen. It takes away all that suspense you should have when you experience things. It's unfair. It's part of the Pixies' curse. Anyway, this song's naff. It's too throwaway. Deja vu. Even I could have sang it. I think Bruce's vocals seem quite growly in it, quite menacing, but they're not that raspy sound that he did later on in the career. They seem almost double-tracked to add mystery to the mood when he's sort of talking about these examples of deja vu. The chorus says, feel like I've been here before, and that's repeated. So that's funny, isn't it? Because it feels like you've been here before, because you've already heard him say the same thing. That's clever. Or maybe it's just the way choruses work, where you repeat things. Even though it's short, there's a bit of an instrumental break between the verse-chorus sections. But in this case, it's more just separate instrumental passages, rather than a specific Widley solo. I understand the concept of deja vu, but I don't often get it. Sometimes when I'm watching a film or a television show, I might be reminded of something from my past. It might trigger some anxiety, make me feel nervous. It's not always a conversation or something you see that does this. It might be a repeated message on Twitter from Hawklord and his mob. Or it could be the sound of the chimes of the ice cream van that takes me back to this other place that I can't quite put my finger on. The band haven't played it live. I wonder why that is. Maybe he's too short. 
maybe not special enough compared to the other songs. It's a shame because there'll be a chance for some audience participation. A bit like this. Yeah. 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 Tell me about it. Good news. It's time to put on your talcum powder and red leather trousers. It's time to go beyond the stratosphere. Bringing your eyes, fray bentos pies in a world full of magic. So don't you stray when you reach the stratosphere. It's time to go beyond the stratosphere. It's time to go. Hello Wayne, Dennis Stratton here. I'm sorry I've not been in touch for a while. You may have seen I've been quite busy doing interviews with magazines and other podcasts. I think my appearances have caused some confusion. So I'd like to thank you for your advice on putting on a Cockney accent so that it keeps that image up in those other places. They've all been asking the same questions about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So I've been getting a feeling of deja vu myself. I've seen some comments online asking about the eligibility of Julian, but I've had to have a talk with him so he doesn't get his hopes up. If they won't include Blaze, then I'm sure Julian won't be allowed entry in the Hall of Fame. I mean, where do they draw the line? Dave had a pedal called Bernard on the first album, so maybe Bernard should have a place too. I believe once Adrian joined the band, there was no more of this naming your pedals business. I sometimes feel sad about this. I often wonder what happened to Bernard. It's nice to hear young Trevor has got a girlfriend. It's nice to hear these lovely stories at a time of crisis. There's a new checkout girl at Farm Foods, although she's probably too old to be called a girl. I don't know what's appropriate these days. When I got the receipt, I tried to see who I was served by, but it doesn't give their names anymore. I don't know why that is. Things change without us realising. That's the way of the world these days. Anyway, nice to catch up. I hope to be in touch again soon. Take care. Dennis. There's that line in the song about talking to someone and feeling that you know what's coming next. Occasionally, I get criticisms like this about my podcast because it's quite repetitive. And sometimes I feel that way about Trevor's poems, that I might know what's going to come next, especially if it's about France or balloons. But uh, then, to surprise me, often he goes completely the other way, and his mind is impossible to predict. Anyway, I suppose i better ring him up, hadn't I? Uh, let's see what he's up to. Hi, Wayne. Hi, Trevor, what have you been doing? Enjoying the sunshine. People are out and about again. It's nice, nice atmosphere, nice vibe. Okay, good. Uh, so we're looking at Deja Vu this week. Uh, what do you think of the song? Yeah, it's good. I like it. It's a nice appetiser for the longer epic song to follow. 
but I won't give any spoilers there. Uh, it's a bit like Gangland before Hallow Be Thy Name and Sun and Steel before To Tame a Land. Sort of gets you ready for it. OK, if Deja Vu was an appetiser, what would it be? You can't have garlic mushrooms, though, because I described invaders like this. Uh, maybe like a baked camembert, like a satisfying taste and a bit French. Yeah, that's good, OK. Would you have a, like a dipping sauce at the side? Yeah, I think so. Maybe a selection. Yeah, good. OK, so let's uh, look at the three questions. Um, so question one, do you ever have a sense of deja vu where you feel like you've been somewhere before or experienced something before? Yeah, I think like now, every Sunday at 2pm, we have the same chat. No, we don't. It's different every week. It's a different song. Yeah, but you get the same things, don't you? you say, right, I'm going to give Trevor a ring. Say that every week. How do you know that? That's before I ring you up? No, it isn't. That's what the listeners think. But I'm already there on the other end. You've rung me in advance. And then I have to say, hello, Wayne, as if I've just answered it. OK, well, don't give away the secrets. Anyway, I didn't say that this week because I had a little lead-in to you. Yeah, I know. But normally you say that. Right, I'm going to give Trevor a ring. Let's see what he's been up to. I bet 80% of the time. And then when there's a top three list, you always get in a fluster and you can't work out whether to do your three first or then yours, then mine. And it's the same every album review special, so I'll get deja vu then. I don't do that. Uh, here we go. As usual, I get complaints about treating you harshly, and straight away, you're on the attack. Maybe I should moan about you saying the same thing every week, saying, OK, thanks, Wayne, bye. Well, that's how you say goodbye on the phone, isn't it? What am I supposed to say? I don't know. All right, well, I didn't mean to be harsh, but you asked about deja vu. Um, it's hard to define. Because some of those things that we think we've experienced before, we may not have experienced before. They might have been in a dream or in a past life. A past life? Yeah. Some people think we've lived before, like our souls have lived on, and maybe we're just taking the same paths and experiencing the same things as our previous selves. So is this, is this what you think? Yeah, maybe. You spoke about fate on the Heaven Can Wait episode. Maybe we're just living the same life again and again. That's why we've got deja vu. Well, you can't have lived this life before. If you're a peasant in medieval times, then, then you weren't writing poems for I Maiden podcasts. Oh, no. But maybe I was doing a similar thing. Maybe I was reading poetry in a royal court, like a bard or a minstrel. I don't think I'd have been a peasant. I don't get, you don't get a choice, do you? Well, we don't know. All right, next question. Um, of the Dave Morey songs we've covered so far... Um, We've also had Charlotte the Harlot, Sanctuary, Total Eclipse and Still Life. Where does this fit in if you were doing the top five? Uh, well, I'd probably say it's on a par with Still Life. Maybe I like the punch of Sanctuary more and maybe I like the unusual feel of Total Eclipse. But, yeah, they're all pretty decent, aren't they? OK, uh, question three. Your first poetry volume came out after three albums worth of episodes... We'll have done this again soon. We'll have done another three. So uh, is it going to be a volume two? Well, I don't know. I'm still a bit hurt that you didn't want my set of poems about the French trip that I did for this series. So uh, maybe I could release those as a bonus. But uh, at the moment, I don't know. Well, that's going to be disappointing. People want to collect the set. Uh, you, know, you can't put volume one if there's no volume two. Well, Clash did. And the story of a Clash volume one, there wasn't a volume two. And that adds mystery. This isn't, a po this isn't a podcast about the Clash. Well, yeah, but it doesn't matter, does it? 
Right, we've also been doing uh, posts on Ko-Fi, haven't you, on Thursdays, and uh, this week you did a post about licorice all sorts. You'd invented a game, uh, which was a bit strange. Uh, you only mentioned Iron Maiden in it once, which was a bit annoying. Well, I had good feedback. People enjoyed it. I think several people play this game um, with licorice all sorts or other things like sweets. Well, it didn't have 100% good feedback. I had some concerned comments about the term you used in it, uh, Trevor's love tip. What do you say about this? What's wrong with it? Well, Trevor's love tip? Yeah. Well, is it a, is it a slang term like Jackson Dinky? No. Why would it be? Trevor's love tip it was just a tip about relationships. Like, previously I did a fashion tip. Okay. Well, I didn't mean anything rude. I bet you get things like that in Cosmopolitan. What's that? It's a ladies' magazine. Oh, right. Does Pamela read that? No, I just know about it. Like I knew about the comics, like Jackie and Bunty, when we used to read the Beano. OK, well, what tips can we expect from you this week? Dunno, I haven't decided yet. OK, well, uh, moving on, let's do a poem. Um, deja vu. Uh, yeah, when you're ready. OK. The Phantom drank his Fanta again and got into his Mazda again. He parked it next to Asda again. Oh, let me guess. He got a parking fine again. No. The next line is, and didn't get a parking fine. Well, how's that work then? Well, it's a repeat of a previous poem, isn't it? That sense of deja vu. But in this case, the Phantom's learned his lesson. So he didn't get a parking fine this time? No. Why not? Well, I didn't make that clear. Maybe he did his shopping in good time. Maybe he didn't buy as much. Okay, so yeah, you've not made much of an effort there, have you? You just added a couple of words to that, an old piece of work. Yeah, well, that can happen in art. If you mentioned Iron Maiden, reusing some of their licks and riffs and lyrics. So if they can do it, why can't I do it? Okay, well, thanks very much. Next week we've got Alexander the Great, so hopefully you can uh, come up with something epic for that. Yeah, looking forward to it. Okay, then. So uh, speak to you on Sunday. Right you are. Many thanks, Wayne. Toodle pip. Well, there's no need to be silly with his new parting remarks. Uh, I think uh, I think I prefer OK, thanks, Wayne. Bye. I feel like I might have been a bit brief on this song. Um, but then some songs are bigger than others. And I feel that there may not be that much to this song, especially lyrically. And I've been a bit harsh on those, saying they're a bit basic. And I've mentioned that Dave Murray is a songwriter here. But it's actually a joint credit with Steve Harris, so I believe he wrote the lyrics. And I've been a bit critical of his lyrics before, saying they're a bit textbook in style. And here, he has just described Deja Vu like he's got it from an encyclopedia or a dictionary. So I don't really learn much from those lyrics. They just talk about the experience of Deja Vu. Interestingly, Steve Harris revisited this theme later on with Iron Maiden in a song he wrote with Yannick called Dream of Mirrors. The opening line says, Have you ever felt the future is the past, but you don't know how? So again, it's like discussing with you, saying, yeah, he feels this as well. And later on he says, Think I've heard your voice before. Think I've said these words before. So yeah, quite similar themes to Deja Vu. To me, the song maybe doesn't stand out like others on the album. And it's got some similarities to the loneliness of a long-distance runner. When I think of the instrumental sections in my head, Often they run into each other. I don't know if this is because they sound the same, or they're the same tempo, or what. 
See what you think. Right, well, you can follow me on social media. Uh, just have a look, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I've got a Ko-Fi page, ko-fi.com forward slash wimp. Uh, as we've mentioned earlier, Trevor's doing a Thursday takeover for now. Um, maybe discuss how long that lasts. Uh, I, di- I didn't sign him up after this album, so maybe only a couple more posts from him. See how he behaves. I had a message from Romana, and she says, Why didn't Iron Maiden use the funny lines above the letters on Deja Vu? Like they should have in French. And yet they used the correct E on the song Monsegur years later. She then goes on to say that Beyonce had a song called Deja Vu, which isn't a cover. And Beyonce did the same, not putting those funny lines above the E and the A on the track listing. And yet, Beyonce's own name has got an E at the end of it, with a squiggle above it. Well, it's not a squiggle, is it? It's just a line. It's called an acute. Let's let's just get down to it. It's called an acute. The E acute and the A is a grave. That's what I learned in French at big boy school. In answer to this question, I don't know why Beyonce did this. Why she could put an acute above her own E, but not in the song Deja Vu. And I Maiden, I believe, did the correct spelling of Monsegur, because it's a place, isn't it? I don't know much about Beyonce. I know what she looks like. But I had to look at her lyrics to see if there are any similarities between Beyonce and Steve Harris. It doesn't look like it. Later on, looking at the lyrics, I think there's a rap man involved in it. And this rap man, I think he's Jay Z. Just skimming through them, I can't see it how it's about deja vu. But I suppose on an Iron Maiden podcast, no one cares about this. Okay, well next week it's the final song on the album, Alexander the Great. And it's the longest song on the album. So hopefully the podcast episode length will be a bit longer. Because it's been a bit of a short one this week. But never mind. So thanks once again for listening and your support and your comments. And uh, yeah... So I'll leave you with a bit from Deja Vu. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.